Well, we've been waiting with bated breath for the uh, USDA report that came out yesterday. The August report for production, yields, etc. We've got a lot to talk about today. So we got a twofer, two segments with Coley and Kavanaugh today to talk about this report, what it's all about, and how seriously we should be taking it. Our visit with Coley and Kavanaugh each week is made possible by the support that we get from the Allen County Farm Bureau. And that key word there is support, because all of the good stuff that happens that the Farm Bureau does, it comes because of your support when you support them with a membership. So, hey, if you like to eat, you should probably get a membership. Go online to it, pays to be a member.org. Well, guys, listen, uh, one of the curious things to me was this was uh, really kind of a historical report in some regards. Now, we talk about the August report is always uh, that first report when we kind of start to get a better idea of what's going on out in the fields. An interesting point, David, that USDA historically did their forecasting by looking at the yield forecast and factoring in a little bit of the weather forecast. And that's how they came up with their yield estimates. But starting yesterday, NAS is taking over. And David, you've mentioned this before. They're using a mix of farmer surveys and satellite imagery analysis. Give us more background on that. Yeah, because satellites now have become the be-all, end-all, not just here in the U.S., it's all over the world because they don't have enough people to go out in Brazil and China and other countries that are probing things. They're waiting for the crop either to be harvested and see what the combine says, or they're trying to get an idea through the satellite information they're getting. The problem with that is, let's say auto manufacturer. They've got a bunch of cars sitting out there that haven't sold yet, so they fly a satellite over and they say, well, we only got 3% defects with these autos. And all of a sudden you go to buy a car and you get one of the 3%, you're pretty upset. And they said, the crop looks so good, so good. Well, if you look here in Ohio and Indiana, our crops are looking good. But you look at the rest of the belt, yeah, I know, west of the Mississippi doesn't look too good. Illinois is one example that doesn't look very good. Wisconsin doesn't look very good. But boy, when you look further out west, that really looks bad. Minnesota, Nebraska. Uh, with Iowa and, and Missouri, you know, we, we just got to get a better feel for this, especially when the crop is not uniform. Yeah. Because before, you could say the, the yield on corn is 180, and you say the yield on beans are 52, and that's what it was. But nowadays, it's like pulling the dipstick out and forgetting to put it back in, <laughs> and you don't know what your oil is in your engine. Okay, so are you telling me that with this mix of farmer surveys, and I'm telling you, USDA came out and said they got like, I don't know, like 15,000 surveys or something like that. And then add the satellite imagery. Are you telling me that we shouldn't take this as gospel? It's it's not any more accurate than it ever was before? Right. That's right. <laughs> and in some cases with satellite, you put too much focus on the satellite data, and that can mess you up. But the thing I'm looking forward to is finally not just harvest, but see what the Pro Farmer Crop Tour shows up because yeah. they do show individual areas a lot better. And that's going to be the week of August 21st through the 24th. And, hey, John, isn't that a week later than they normally have it? Yes, but they're doing a better job of trying to vary when they take that survey, when it's a little bit more accurate. And this year, because of the dryness we had back at the beginning of the season, I think they're saying that we need to take a look at this crop about a week later than normal. Probably a good idea. Well, John, give us the numbers that we got here yesterday for corn and soybeans. Give us the yield and production numbers for both, and then uh, we'll take a quick break and be back and talk about it. All right. It was really kind of a boring report. Overall, it was pretty much in line with expectations, but the corn yield came out at 175.1 bushels per acre, slightly below the average guess, which was 175.5. Soybeans a little bit lower than expected. It came out at 50.9 bushels per acre, 
the average gas was 51.3. Now, when it came down to production numbers, it didn't make any changes in the uh, acre, so therefore the corn uh, production came out of 15.11 billion, just slightly below what they thought it would be, and the soybeans came out down 41 million bushels, fairly significant, at 4.205 billion bushels, and they were guessing it to be 4.246 billion bushels. As I said, that's 41 million bushels less than the average guess, which resulted in a lower projected carryover for 23-24. So I'd call that number slightly uh, bullish. However, I think the market's already discounted that because that survey, let's remember something, folks. That survey, number one, was a phone survey. It was not a field survey. So therefore, it's got a high level of inaccuracy. And the data were collected prior to all those good August rains that came across the Midwest, which has benefited the uh, bean and corn crop oh, yeah. quite a bit. So. Yeah. All right. Slightly bullish, but like we've talked about, demand is still a huge part of this picture. We'll talk more about that coming up right after the break. Podcasts by Federated Media. 